0: If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Let's get back to work. Now, I know that that title must have you puzzled. Yet, let me just draw attention to what I think has gone on the last two years. The pandemic has rocked people. It's rocked companies. And there's a shift going on. And I'm not so sure it's a great shift. I'm not so sure it's a bad shift. Yet, nonetheless, it's a shift. See, years ago, what I loved was the number one question candidates asked at a company was, do you provide mentoring and coaching, which is great for our business, selfishly, I might add. On the other hand, now what you hear, do you provide flexible work? Do you allow people to work from home now? Here's where I'm a little bit hypocritical. Our company has been virtual for a long time, and we actually modeled our internal business practices after a good company, client, friend, sister company, uh, Titus Talent Strategies, which is a great recruiting firm uh, on a national basis. And when I think about getting back to work, I go back to something that is so fundamental, and it is so stupidly fundamental. Now, I'm going to get out on a ledge and I'm going to bring up some things that are political in nature. Our government does not get this. Well, let me make this strong comment, void of your political affiliation. Our government clearly does not get it. Money coming in has to be greater than money going out. When it's not, we have to raise taxes. Then we have politicians who get voted in who say, I'm going to lower taxes. Then they get in there and realize, I can't lower taxes. we got a lot of stuff to pay for. Business is the same way. So as I did this podcast, I had coached a high school volleyball team and I've been coaching on and off boys volleyball for 30 plus years, and I was astonished. During practice, one kid was just having a bad practice, so he left. He just walked away for about 20 minutes and decided to come back. I had another young man say to me, yeah, I'm just tired. I don't feel like playing. I said, okay. Same kid came up to me and said, I'm going to play in the match, right? And I said, no, you seem tired. And the kid was offended. And I thought, where are we learning this stuff? We have to get back to work. Look, no matter where you work, we have to get back to work. Here's why. We can spend a lot of time and energy a lot of time and energy on making sure our employees are healthy, mentally healthy. And I think that's valuable stuff. Do not get me wrong. You're listening to a guy who's given about seven or eight Fridays off with pay this whole summer to my staff because I think that stuff's important. Yet we have to take care of our clients. We have to work hard. We don't talk about that much anymore. We talk a lot about mental health, employee flexibility, working from home. Those are important things. Don't get me wrong. But there are times what I have witnessed inside our own client sites, not all of them, inside a lot of client sites, I've witnessed it in other companies that we don't do business with. I see it with companies we do business with. We don't work as hard as we used to. Now, I shared this comment with a really good friend of mine. And he's overly concerned about what's going on in the world. And, you know, I don't argue that point. And he said, yeah, but you've got to care about people. You've got to show them you care. People are going through tough times. I never once said they weren't. But we have to work hard. He said, well, well, you don't understand. I said, wait a minute. Is it an either or for you? He said, what do you mean? I said, you mean we can't be sensitive? We can't be thoughtful. We can't be considerate about mental health and flexibility and working from home and virtual working and flexible work hours. And we can't work hard at the same time. He said, no. I said, great. We're in agreement. We have to get back to work. And I have a friend who works at a company who the company is going through some tough times and he was complaining about ownership and I was really taken back because he knows my views on this. And he kept saying, we're making all the wrong decisions. You know, the CEO doesn't know what he's doing. And I looked at my friend and I said, you know, it's really interesting. You've never started a company. You've never put your house on the line. And he looked at me and he goes, what do you mean put my house on the line? He was offended. I said, when you own a company, I have a credit line. I'm lucky to say I have a zero balance on my credit line. But my house is collateral. Your industry has been decimated by COVID and the pandemic. This guy probably isn't sleeping at all. And yet here you are criticizing his decision making. I said, can I ask you a question? He said, sure. I said, theoretically, could you quit the company and start a new job tomorrow morning? He said, yes. I said, he can't. So what do you mean he can't? I said, he can't, he's got responsibilities financially to the banks, to his employees. He can't just close shop tomorrow. He legally cannot quit his own business tomorrow morning like you can. And I bring up these points, everybody. Because I do think we've lost sight of something. And that's a good day's work. One of my favorite clients of all time is Monsanto. And I think about the people that I've met there through the years, the past decade. And now they're Bayer Science because they were bought out by Bayer out of Germany. And these people never complained. And they worked seven days in a row. And they were devoted to their families. They're some of the greatest people I've ever met. And what was so amazing to me is... You never ever heard anyone complain. And I thought, now, again, I'm going to segment here a little bit. Good Midwest farm values. A good day's work is a normal day. And I think we've lost sight of things. So I have a daughter who goes to college in Ithaca and she goes to Ithaca college about an hour north of one of our client sites and she started working at a national retail company. Now she's a journalism major with an environmental science focus and she loves the outdoors and she'll probably work for like uh, you know, some government agency or, you know, uh, a nature preserve or something like that. But she really is love this company she works for. And within about eight months, my 20 year old daughter was offered a management position. I looked at my wife and I go, she's not ready to manage people. She said, well, don't say anything. I said, well, of course not. But I said, why? And it hit me. She puts in a good day's work. And I once told my daughter, Bridget, I said, you know what? If you show up early and you stay late and in between those times you work hard, sadly, you will differentiate yourself. So we have to get back to work, everybody. Let's not lose our thoughtfulness. Let's not lose our empathy. Let's not lose our focus. But it is not mutually exclusive from people working hard, demonstrating resilience, helping our customers out, going above and beyond the call of duty. And those organizations who do that will absolutely have a strategic advantage. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees.